Here it is. From Say What You Will Radio. The Pastor Low Show. Live with your host. Pop and Low. All right, here we are. It's the Pops and Low Radio Show. It's live at 5. You may be listening to SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. You may be watching us live on Cutting Edge Television. That's right. We're live right now on Roku. So if you got the Roku, check out Cutting Edge TV. Man, we are jamming here. Yeah, you may also be listening to Good Talk Radio. We're all over the place, but uh, we're just glad you're here regardless. And let me tell you something. Logue, by the way, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing well. S- starting off strong here. I uh, was, you know, that's my first listen to the uh, new intro. That's right. So uh, kind of fun, isn't we're, it? We're jamming. <laughs> well, we got odd news today, but more importantly than the odd news, we've got a special guest. And uh, when I say a special guest, he's a very special guy. The most special. A very special man. From the Tom Golly Show, it's Tom Golly. Let's bring him on. Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good, Tom. How you doing, buddy? It's a festival of good times and very excited to be here. That's <laughs> Well, we're very excited. I don't know who's more excited, us or you. Oh, it's a win-win. <laughs> I'll say probably us. <laughs> That's right. All right, we got uh, Katie says, hey, hey, and Anthony Richard says, God's chicken. Oh. Now, do you know who Anthony Richard is? I do not. That's the uh, infamous Tony D from the Tony D show. Oh, yeah. He called into my show one time. Yeah. So there he is. He's in the chat room. Uh, But let's not talk about anybody else but Tom Golly. So, uh, Tom. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) That's right. Hey, uh, so uh, just so our listeners, watchers, viewers, whatever, know, uh, Tom Golly, you've been doing the Tom Golly show for how long now? Ooh, uh, I guess um, maybe like eight years or so, probably. Wow. Wow. In various forms. I, was, I did a live streaming for uh, a little while, and then I went podcast. But probably the latest iteration's been at least three years. Okay. And you recently went from Facebook over to uh, YouTube. I sure did. Yeah. yeah Facebook was not helping. <laughs> they're not working with they're us not helping at all no and uh well we got a we got uh jm cast pod from ireland there you go welcome to the room oh, yeah. all right so uh so you've been doing your show just so you know you can catch tom golly on youtube at the tom golly show pretty simple right yeah straightforward yep. yeah, pretty straightforward yeah. all right and uh so we want to talk to you about kind of how you got your start. You're kind of an interesting dude, man. Let's I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> uh, well, I, I thank you. Um <laughs> I got my start. I mean, I started in radio when I was 16 years old. I oh. I was at a high school that had a radio station and it was a really 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 good radio station and so I got a job at a uh a big station in Indianapolis doing overnights uh, as a disc jockey when I was 16. Oh, very nice. Yeah. That's how I got my start. And then, uh, went off to college, um, got the first, well, I played college soccer and then I also got the first David Letterman scholarship. And, um, shortly thereafter, I, I was, uh, hired at a radio station where I did, um, uh, 
six hours a day of uh, talk shows. Oh, wow. So, yeah. What yeah, kind of talk shows were they? Oh, man, they were awful. Um, <laughs> the first one, the first one was called teleconference and it was like the news items of the day. It started at nine in the morning and the next one was Tradio. You guys know what Tradio is, right? You know, I heard it for the first time on your show last week, you were talking about Tradio. It's a fantastic concept. Tell them. About well, a lot of small town radio stations have Tradio and it was like before Craigslist, people would call in and they would say, I got a collection of dolls here. Now, some of them don't have heads. But if you, I might on route three, if you won't come pick them up, I'll take $5 for them. There's about 40 of them. Some of them are dirty. Uh, okay. And that's lot number three today on Tradio. That is 40 <laughs> uh, somewhat headless dolls. $5 nice. is the price. So give us a call at 333-2665. Anyway, so I did Tradio. Then there was, um, <laughs> there was a rotating show of uh, like public servants. Like one day it was the fire chief. One day it was the mayor. One day it was the director of the parks department. And then after that, we had pet talk with Dr. David Yance. Oh. And people would call in and, uh, doctor, I got my dog has pus coming out of his eyes. What's that all about? And then uh, the last show is called um, Wake Up to Anderson. Zanderson, Indiana, which is, was at the time a factory town for the automotive industry. And so that was for third shifters. Oh. It was like two in the afternoon. And then I'd run uh, Golden Age of Radio Theater. And then we'd do two hours of local news. And then I went home. Bob Williams says some of the best skits from Richard and Sal were on radio. We're on yeah, Howard, radio. Howard Stern. They did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tradio is a mess. <laughs> Uh, you know, speaking of doll heads, I worked with a lady and I told you about this. Yeah. She had like a hundred doll heads in jars in her cubicle. <laughs> what the? Yeah. That, you learn, you learn a lot about people with their cubicles, but, um, yeah. I remember telling, uh, a guy named Tim Styers, who's our news director. And we were talking, it was right. He would have to do the news like top of the hour. And I was telling him, I'm like, God, have you ever heard such a sea of worthless crap of Tradio stuff? Other people would just throw away and forget they ever owned it. And he's like, yeah, I know. I mean, it's awful. And then the very next call we got was a woman that said, I just want to thank you for Tradio. I've furnished my entire home with items from Tradio. <laughs> we were both laughing so hard. I couldn't continue the show. I had to go to break. Oh, that's right awesome. after break. Yeah, yeah. Tradio. We got to yeah. do a Tradio podcast. A live oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, now they got Craig, Craigslist and, and uh, yeah, Bart but that's like Bart. full of like sexual predators and everything else. Well, I don't know that Tradio wasn't, but uh, <laughs> I, I, do, I do have to say that um, the people in that little town were so nice. They would bring me food, like full cutlery and stuff for christmas if you were working christmas day and, oh. and things like that so yeah that's how i got my start and then i just started um uh, doing ball games doing sports and um did talk shows in various towns i worked in and moved to dallas and did a sports show for quite a while and then for some reason uh the big cbs affiliate had me be a news anchor which i still don't understand oh but uh yeah that's pretty much it that's pretty nice. Now, uh, if you wouldn't mind, could you just give us give a shout out to uh, to Thomas Hamilton in Glasgow? Oh, Thomas Hamilton from Glasgow, Scotland. 
He's a great lad. He's one of our mates. <laughs> there you go. Mates, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, so that's pretty interesting. So as a news guy, what were, what were you like talking about? Was it just, just like local news? National uh, well, it, it was on a, a 50,000 watt CBS affiliate in Dallas. So it was um, mostly local to the DFW area. Um, oh, car, Dallas, crashes, okay. car crashes, murders, and fires mostly. Oh, that's uplifting. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> that's nice stuff. Now, I know yeah. you don't do on your show, you avoid politics completely. Yeah. Right. In fact, I think one of the guys recently got kind of booted. He, uh, we haven't seen him since for talking politics. Well, he didn't get booted not so much for politics is, is indicating that I was ignorant about politics, which I'm totally not. Uh, one of the shows I hosted for three years was uh, right after Rush Limbaugh. I hosted a political talk show and I just learned that I hated it. But his, his remark was, okay, ignorance is bliss. I get it. And that's why uh, he got off. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have so much to do with politics as he was it's like, dude, you're from and this dude was uh no offense to Thomas Hamilton, was from Scotland. It's like I don't need to hear from some guy from Scotland about what we're doing over here, dude. It's like a dude that runs a swap meet telling the head of Walmart <laughs> about retailing. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> don't need to hear that crap from you. Sorry. That's right. There's a lot of people in Scotland, from my understanding, that aren't real happy about what's going on over there in their political climate. So, you yeah. know, you know, maybe get your own house in order, right? Yeah, exactly. And I would never go over there and go, you know, I don't really like what your parliament's doing. None of my business. I don't live there. That's right. Uh, that was uh, Bob Williams says, rest in peace, Mutante. That, yeah. was, that was our boy, Mutante. Too bad. Yeah. So uh, what got you interested in radio? Because I got to tell you, like when I was in college, that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be on radio. We I went to a local, uh, not a community college, but a branch uh, of Penn State University over in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. And they had a uh, a little radio station there that just kind of broadcast into like one room, like the lunchroom. Right. I don't even know if I wouldn't say it was even radio. It was just they probably wired a speaker from the basement and just <laughs> ran up it's from like a PA announcement. Yeah. It was like a PA. It's what it was. Right. And it just broadcast over the pool table, you know? Yeah. And uh, so me and a buddy of mine, we had uh, one hour and we could do a show. So we went in and we did a show and uh, we were kind of a crude comedy type of show. And three days later we got kicked out and almost suspended from Penn state because apparently we weren't familiar with political correctness. You know, I grew up on a farm, man. I mean, (laughs) you know, I hung out in the hayloft of my barn. That was, that was our hangout. (laughs) So when I went on to the the real world, I didn't realize that there was. Yeah. A little bit different. Yeah. A little bit different. You know, I thought everybody thought like I did. Yeah. I guess not. And you're a guy that had experienced a slight gurgle. Hashtag slight gurgle. I did. Uh, Yeah. You know, I, uh, it's weird. My college uh, actually had radio stations in dormitories and they ran on the electric current that went through, you know, that you'd plug your stuff into. So that wouldn't go anywhere outside the dormitory, but you, you could uh, do parties and stuff. I radio to me was always magic. My grandparents gave me these little radios when I was a kid 
and I was like, I could turn it on and words would come out of it, music and stuff. And I always thought it was, it was magic. And, um, there was a guy that hosted a show in Indianapolis, uh, that was late at night. That was all about sort of ghosts and it was sort of a AM coast to coast. And, uh, I just always liked being on the air. I don't know. It, it's weird because no matter if you're in a tiny little station somewhere, like the one you were at or the one that I worked at in Anderson, or you're doing CBS radio, mm-hmm. you're just in a room by yourself. We're going around. And who knows how many people are listening to you. So I, right. I was just dug radio and I knew this face was never going to be on television. <laughs> so, um, you know. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, like, my fascination with radio goes back to when I was a little kid. My dad always had a CB radio in his work van because he always wanted to know because, you know, you didn't have cell phones and he wasn't a watch wearer because he worked kind of in the construction field. And uh, so you just, you know, he never knew what time it was. He could get on his CB radio and just give out a 1036 and, you know, all the truckers would tell him what time it was. And uh, so I was always fascinated the fact that you could talk into this thing and then people were listening, you know, there's, yeah. you know, out there, people were listening to you talk. And that was, you know, I mean, of course everybody had telephones, but it was different. And I was just fascinated by that. And one of my uncles, he was a big ham radio guy. And uh, he used to broadcast ham radio and shortwave radio all around the world, man. I mean, you sure. could pick up stuff from, you know, other countries with shortwave yeah. radio. So that was pretty fascinating. And, uh, that was something that it just, I just, you know, I don't know. I just fell in love with radio, never wanted to be on television, never wanted to, to do anything like that. I'm, I'm kind of like, you. here we are live. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here we are. Live on Facebook. Yeah. Well, and TV, it seems to me like was always, you didn't have much time. You know, I, I would work for some television stations and stuff and you, you just didn't have any time. Whereas radio, man, uh, especially not, not so much now that all the corporations own it, but when I first started, anybody could get a job in radio. I mean, anybody could get a job in radio and they, they'd throw you a four hour shift and go, good luck to you, <laughs> you know, play the hits. And, uh, it, it just, uh, you had a lot of time to, uh, to do what you wanted. So it's, uh, yeah. It's, and, you said that you followed Rush when you were doing your your political thing. Oh yeah, I'm sure that was a blast for you too. Did you have to listen to the Rush show, or were you? Did you talk about what he was talking about, or was it kind of your own thing, or was it, you know? <laughs> well, anybody that's ever followed Rush knows that you're going to hear repeated what Rush said on your show, no matter what you, you know. They're gonna they're gonna say back exactly what he did, but. Um, part of the year I had to listen to an hour of him when the time changed. Cause I had to record an hour and then play it back the next day. Mm-hmm. But that was back in the uh, mid nineties when rush was a lot funnier. Yeah. He was, he was a lot different uh, than he is now. So um, uh, yeah, you know, it, and I quickly turned that show into psychics and pro wrestlers <laughs> and uh, you know, just a, just a freak show uh, and, and less politics. So. Yeah, there you go. But he always said, you know, one the thing about radio was the fact that when you're listening to radio, that's what you're doing. You know, your senses are, you've got one sense and that's your listening sense. So you're tuned in. Right. And uh, so it's a little bit different because with television, 
you know, I mean, even during a, like a movie, you can get up and walk around and go make yourself popcorn or grab a drink or whatever. And, and it's just a different medium, right? People. So when they're real, when they're listening to the radio, they're listening and they're really paying attention. And uh, that was uh, one of the reasons he fell in love with radio. I guess that's what he says. I don't know. You know, well, the, another thing of mine was that I listened to old time radio shows. I still have 10,000 of them of my own. Like I own them there. You can go to internet archive and hear anything, but that theater of the mind and the shadow and the green Hornet and uh, Jack Benny and all that. I loved it. And, uh, so that's another reason I got into, into radio. Very nice. Very nice. What was your, I know you were playing some old clips last week of your show, which was pretty cool by the way. I got to tell yeah. you, that was pretty entertaining. What was your, like your favorite part or what's been the favorite part of your radio career? Uh, I really liked, um, I really liked the callers more than anything else. I, I really, really love it when people call in and you can have a, a discussion with them. I like the uh, unknown of there's a bank of lights and you hit one and you say, you know, Jim from Grapevine, you're on the air and you don't know whether he likes you, he hates you, he's going right. to challenge something you said, he's going to make a remark about your mother. That's why on my show, trolls are welcome. Right. I welcome trolls to call me in. Uh, Anthony Richard, for example. Um, Bob, Bob Tom posted on Facebook a few ideas. He's not on the air, I'm sure what he was saying. So I've narrowed it down to graphics design, Apache pilot. Please say it's an Apache pilot. I was a creative director in an ad agency. I worked at a lot of ad agencies while I was also doing radio. Yeah. Now you worked for cartoon network as well, didn't you? Yes, I did. I was the editorial director of the cartoon network. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I know, I know Jane Jetson personally. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Man. What was okay. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. All right. So uh, what do you do? I mean, you don't have to answer, but what do you do outside of the gig? I mean, what's, what's, what's I'm, Tom's normal day look like? Well, that, that was what I used to do. Now I do, I'm the social media director for an ad agency in Houston. Uh, I have another job during the day that involves IT. And, uh, and then I do my show. So. All right. About it. Yeah, I do voiceover work. Uh, sometimes people contact me to do advertising, and I go, "No, thank you." And that's about it. Oh, what? Okay, tell me about that. What's? Well, I mean, I used to be a writer, a senior writer, a creative director at very, very, very large ad agencies, and work on American Airlines and McDonald's and Coca Cola and Pepsi and all that. So uh, sometimes people contact me and and ask me to do more of that. And I'm just like, no, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm done with that. Thanks. Right on. Now you're into sports. Yes. Very much into sports. And uh, by the way, um, I, let's see. Someone said he loves your top. I think we, oh, Thomas Hamilton, as usual, he loves your yeah. top, by the way. Yeah. Well, this is a ball state basketball Jersey. So no big deal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So tell me about that. What's your favorite sport? What are you into? I mean, you're soccer, right? You yeah, played a lot of soccer. Yeah, soccer's my favorite sport by far. There's, okay. there's, I mean, I follow the other sports because you have to when you, know, you work on a sports station for seven years. But, uh, and you do ball game. I mean, I've done a thousand high school ball games and uh, uh, minor league baseball and all sorts of stuff. But soccer's the only sport I care about. And I really don't care about any other team but Arsenal. 
Uh, Arsenal fan. Win, lose. I don't don't care. Um, Which I think helps me, makes me objective uh, because I just don't care. I, I, you know, I, I liked the Colts and the Broncos and they had Peyton Manning because I like that player. But really, at the end of the day, (laughs) as long as the Tom Brady loses. Oh, yeah. There you go. Did you see, uh, speaking of Tom Brady, that uh, New England is talking about trading for him? Back for next year? Did you read that article? No, I yeah, I didn't read about that article. They're talking about setting up a trade with Tampa Bay to get him back for next year. I would be shocked. So maybe good we'll talk luck. about that later. But good luck with all that. Yeah, and I know. I don't think they're going to give him up for starters. And I don't. If think even he wants. if they did, they didn't do that great the last year he was with them. Thomas Hamilton is a Celtic fan. <laughs> means he's probably Catholic. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, would actually, they call it Celtic? No, there? no, that's a soccer team, Celtic. I'm actually a Celtic fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I no, thought like Scottish, uh, Scottish things were Celtic or Irish. Yeah, generally, unless you live in, you know, Hibs or Dundee or somewhere, you're either Celtic or you're Rangers. Yep. And if you're Catholic, you're Celtic, and if you're Protestant, you're Rangers. I just like the Scottish Premier League so much better. That's just that's my favorite soccer league personally. That's why I became a Celtic fan. But just so fun to watch. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. The The problem with that league is there's only like two teams. Yeah, um, two real teams, right. Whatever. You know, Spain has the same problem, but nobody cares. Exactly. Uh, uh, you know, the English Premier League is a, a lot more competitive. Oh, yeah. But, um, maybe that makes it more boring. I don't know. Yeah. Diego Maradona is dead, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, that's wild. Cheating, cheating bastard. He's dead. Oh, speaking of dead, uh, Squiggy oh. from Laverne and Shirley, he died today. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. Me too. Hello. Remember you saw hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'd always tee it up, too. It's like, what kind of an idiot would do something like that? And those two would burst in and go, hello. How much fun is Bundesliga is the best soccer? It's interesting that the, the uh, soccer, the only soccer that was on television Really, uh, for a long time in the United States was a show called Soccer Made in Germany, which was on PBS. And uh, so I'm a fan of the Bundesliga. I can talk Bundesliga back into the 70s if you want me to. Jimmy Whitehead, this Ball State jersey, you bet. There you go. Ball State. Go Cardinals. Uh, Beat, (laughs) I think, Western Michigan today by a lot. Um, He said by a lot. Bob Williams says, is Mr. Hamilton in a different chat room? He must be. He's probably on the uh, Good Talk radio yeah facebook page i would think i would think so yeah. uh yeah so uh i had a I, I i had a i was going somewhere and then it just fell out of my head but uh oh yeah i just wanted to say uh, are you open to uh taking calls i mean we've got the lines open yeah. so if uh uh-huh. yeah if you want to give tom golly a call and you want to talk to our guest today ask him anything you can troll him you can you know sure yeah but he is the stone green host and uh, yeah, he's the guy. So uh, the number six zero two four seven five two thousand. If you want to be a caller on the Pops and Low Radio Show, special guest Tom Golly. Hey, you know that Stone Green thing is an interesting story because there was a guy named Techhead Terry that kept calling into my show for months and months and months and months, and he would troll me a little bit, but not really. It was it was weird, and um, unbeknownst to me. 
that guy was from a show called Not Even a Show, which if you haven't heard it or seen it, it's fabulous. He, yeah. he basically prank calls shows like this one nonstop, and it's hilarious. Well, I eventually found out that I had been being pranked for months and months and months, and he rates his hosts red, orange, and green. Red's bad, orange is middle and green. And so, yes, he made me the uh, stone green host. Yeah, I nice. ne- never be anything but green on that on that show. But it was <laughs> that's beautiful. It's amazing to learn that for gosh, six months I had been on his show and he didn't, didn't even know. know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he so he calls in from his show to other shows while he's yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. That's a great yeah, show idea. He's got a thing he does, which I think is brilliant. Uh, There's a guy named Chris James, and he is brilliant. He calls other shows now to do the cold open of his show. Like, he'll call a show in England and say, hey, I really need you to say, let's start the show. And they'll be like, what's this all about? I just need you to say, let's start the show. And they'll go, he's like, come on, do it with me. Three, two, one. And they'll go, let's start the show. And that's the opening of his show. That's fantastic. That is yeah. funny. That's, that's I mean, that's as original as it gets. Yeah, yeah. He's Man. he's a genius. He's, it's a funny show. It's a funny would show. Would you say that's one of your great radio successes? I would say that I'm it's weird because uh once I found out that I was on the show, of course, then they couldn't prank me anymore. And I found out that I was extremely popular with his audience for some reason. That's awesome. I don't know why. I think it's because I let people talk. I don't hang up on people. Right. Or yell at them per se. I, 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 I have a, like the guy that asked if he could defecate in my mouth. We had a long discussion about it. I like, what call are you? Well, wow. I'm five for you to do that. You're going to have to get a ladder. I'm going to see you coming. <laughs> no, you probably can't defecate in my mouth. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll talk to people. So that, about that. that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to interject there. I need to know, yeah. obviously, that's one that stood out to you. Give us maybe one or two examples of your most memorable calls. Um, oh, well, that, well, that's definitely one of them. Uh, there was a guy that kept calling in insisting that I had uh, slept with his wife. And, um, I'm, and And it's easy there was another guy that kept insisting he went to high school with me and was making all this sense. I go, okay, okay. What, what high school did I go to? Um, Memorial? No, wrong. I did not go to a high school name. I mean, I, you can, I'm like, and I, a lot of times I'll be like, is that all you got? Look, there's so many things that are, you can make fun of me about my teeth, my hair, my, there's really legitimate things. Yeah, but that's all low hanging fruit, man. You, you don't have to go and it's and, like and, making fun of my ears, dude. I'm like, happy new year, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I take these um, off and it literally goes. Boing. Yeah. I've had people <laughs> call up and, um, indi- they, they accuse me of not having, this was when I was doing sports. You didn't even see that play or whatever. I've had people call in before and yell at me because, uh, I said something about Tony Romo five years earlier. Something like, Remember what you said about Tony Romo? When? It was five seasons ago. No, I guarantee I don't Promise remember. I don't. Life but, moved on. Uh, and I never watch my shows over again, ever. Really? Oh, people can't believe that. It's like, nope, they're done. I'm done with them. They're, I can't watch. 
I don't have time to do my show. How would I have time to watch it again? Right. Um, yeah, Bob Williams is correct. Now, not even a show has me pranking other people. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, it's nice. full circle. It's really come full circle. But, oh, that's uh, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, you had mentioned about, uh, you know, someone saying, can I uh, take a dump in your mouth? Yeah. And it, what you do really well, and this is one of the reasons I really enjoy your show, is because you take, like, what they say or ask, like, literally, right? You're you're dissecting yeah. the English language. Yeah. Because a lot of these trolls and people, they don't really uh, – they don't use the language as it was, uh, you know, originally designed to be used, right? <laughs> no, they and they forget what they say. You know, there was the one guy that, what was it? There's a thing where it's a jizz kit or something like that, where five guys get in a circle and, oh yeah, unnatural act on a cracker and. Oh, that's right. He was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm not getting in a room with five dudes to do that. Forget the cracker. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I will get into it. I'll say, what kind of cracker do you use? Do you use an actual Triscuit? Is it a saltine? Is it a Ritz? And it just, it, it throws him off a little bit. Oh, and but then I'll... he lied too, because he said it was now it, it turned into five women. That yeah. Were, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, because I had to say, that's not what you said, man. You said five dudes. Come on now. I said, you need to rethink your friends if that's what you do in your spare time. But so, no, I'll talk to them as long as they want to talk. As long as they don't. They can't curse once we get into network time. Yeah. But other than that, they can, they can go as long as they want. That's fantastic. That's the guy that told us about his fine collection of alcohols, too. Oh yeah, the whiskeys. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, the whiskeys that he had that were all just kind of white trash whiskeys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, kind of a whiskey snob, so uh, <laughs> he had nothing. But yeah, he's he? like, I'm sipping on some Evan Williams, man. Like, yeah, he, he was like he Old Crow and Old Forester <laughs> and Heaven Hill. <laughs> yeah, like, you need to get some good whiskey, get a little smashed, and then drink the bad whiskey. There you go. And he couldn't couldn't grasp that so that's pretty funny now yeah. speaking of dung i want to share a story with you all right look at the guy pooping in his mouth but you know yeah. what we should also talk about ranger rob poopy bags i mean it just seems like a pertinent thing to talk about you bet does it not yeah there they are right there give us a shout out there uh let's see here well normally i have a segue but um, if someone's going to poop in your mouth, it might be wise to have a fresh package of Ranger Rob Pet poopy bags on hand, but not only because they're extra thick, biodegradable, eco-friendly, sorry, and lemon scented with extra long handles, but because you can kind of use one as a dental dam <laughs> and prevent defecation getting into your, you know, breathing cavity. Orifice. You're Yes, they're easy to get. You get 120 of them for under $10. All you got to do is go to Amazon.com, pick some up for you or a loved one, because nothing says, baby, you're my girl, like a way to keep dog crap off of her hands. And frankly, do you really want her touching your sensitive male parts if she's had dog crap on her hands? No, you don't. <laughs> so whether it's a dog park, a dog walk, your own neighborhood, or maybe even your own backyard, Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags. Get them while they're hot. Let your dog make them lukewarm and squishy. Oh, that was beautiful. We better cut that out of the show and just enter that into our permanent ad spot for yeah, that. Right. Yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, that That's almost brought favorite. a tear to my eye. Man. That's one of my favorite parts of the show, actually, is figuring out how to segue 
into that. So, yeah. Now there was a suspect in a stolen car chase. He makes a run for it, ends up neck deep in cow poop. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Lucky guy. Uh, the suspect's police put a truly tragic looking picture on the handcuffed man on Facebook after his arrest. And luckily we don't have to, to smell or smell a vision technology yet. Yeah, there you go. Uh, when police stopped a suspected stolen car in Sussex, I don't know where that is. Do you know? Uh, Texas? Yeah, isn't no. that in England? Sussex would be in England, I would assume. Yeah. Oh, there you go. What well, sounds like a Texas place? <laughs> it does, to be fair. And, you know, cow dung, it just makes you, you know. I mean, yeah. Anyway, when police stopped a, sus- a suspected stolen car in Sussex on Wednesday, a passenger in the vehicle decided to make a run for it. He set off across farmland in a bid to escape the pursuing cops, but he found himself up to his neck in it when he tried to jump across a pit of manure. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Sussex police wrote on Facebook that the suspect's pursuers took pity on him and dragged him out of the muck. That's to uh, determined officers. Oh, thanks to determined officers, a rescue ensued. And they all ended up safe, but covered in cow poo. They wrote, adding a poop emoji just for good measure. Yeah, Bob Williams said, just like Biff from Back to the Future. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. You, you grew up on a farm. I did, too. I don't recall us setting an area off where Specific. my dad said... Hey, you boys, get on out there. I want you to dig about a six-foot-deep hole. We're going to put all our manure right in there. there. Yeah, what is up with that? Man, a manure pit. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine why you would have a manure pit, a pit of manure. What What do you – I mean, or maybe you're making uh, – what do you – fertilizer? Is that how they composting, – Composting, but – wouldn't you that you spread that out and stuff? I don't understand that story. Uh, so that's nothing I'm familiar with as far as that goes. I'm a not pit of manure. Maybe it's a British thing. Yeah, maybe. Hey, yeah. hey, crime fighters. <laughs> hey, crime fighters. <laughs> In case the photo of the handcuffed man wasn't quite embarrassing enough, his poop covered tracksuit bottoms had been pulled down slightly during the rescue, treating us all to a flash of his stylish blue pants. Uh, I'm assuming those are his underpants. Underoos. They're referring to. Hundreds of amused commenters uh, congratulated the police on the collar. Uh, More than one likened the miscreant. That's a good word. Whoa. To Biff Tannen. Hey, there you go. Shout out, Bob. Getting getting out of that. Yeah. How about that, Bob? Uh, From the Back to the Future movies, who always seem to end up on the wrong side of a pile of cow poop. Man. (laughs) Yeah, I just that's Is there a right side to a pile of cow poop? Outside. Oh. No, but that's instant comedy. Man. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. I did have a picture and I was trying to find it and uh you know, going over to StreamYard. We just switched over to StreamYard so we could have people like yourself on the show. You know, and not just call in but uh be on the show. And I can't find it anyway. I'll and it was a what, beautiful though, picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure enough the imagination takes you to a place where you can pretty much figure it out from the description of, you know, having blue underwear and he's in a track suit and they're in England. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much, you know, 90% of the population under 40. Yeah, it was nice, though, because there was like a lot of hay. You know, like cow poop has always has hay and grass in it, you know. Yeah. But he oh, was yeah. smothered in it, and it just yeah, it was a Winner. great picture. Winner. You know? Something I feel like our fans should 
should have a, a chance to see. You know what know. we'll do is if we locate it later, we'll post it. Yeah, uh, yeah there we go. Uh, Gil McLean wrote, oh, my God, I, too, really hope uh, someone hosed him down before transporting him. Hey, that happened to me. That's exactly what the old man did. When I was in the septic mess. Right, which uh, if, if you guys are listening right now, you can go back to last week's episode to hear that full story. Yeah. After the slight gurgle, I was knee deep in it. Hashtag slight gurgle. That's right. And uh, yeah, I I wanted nothing more than a shower. The old man hosed me down next to the garage. Hey, there you go. You just, you're not getting anywhere on my car, in my house. You're just not. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, there's just the rest of it's just comments from people that saw the, uh, the article. So yeah, that's it. That's an interesting one. I mean, uh, of all things to run into while you're trying to make your grand escape, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a, a random pit of manure. I mean, that kind of seems like they're like prepping for something. Now, Tom, you have friends back in Indiana and family, right? Oh yeah. In fact, your nephew is back there, I believe. He's been in the yep. show lately. Yeah. Yeah, we got to reach out to these people. You know, reach out to your family and kin and see if they've ever fallen in a, you know, a pit of manure. Pit of manure. I- what did the guy do that he was running from the police? I'm just trying to decide whether the punishment <laughs> fit the crime. Fit the crime. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, broken tail light. Car. They stolen just stopped car. a suspected. Yeah, stolen car. They thought yeah. the car was stolen. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. You know. Yeah. GTA. Yeah. <laughs> I bet the cop. I bet when the cop pulled him over and was like, "Do you have the, uh, you know, the registration for this car?" and he said no. I guarantee the cop said, you're in deep shit, buddy. Right, shit. <laughs> not, not knowing. <laughs> wouldn't it be great if that was a new addition to the next GTA version? I'm telling you, wouldn't that be awesome? That's one of the mods. There you go. Random cow manure pits. Oh, by the way, uh, Stephanie Lindley, she says, hey, hey, from Nashville. Bob Williams says hello to her. And uh, Jimmy Whitehead Jr. says, I was raised in Terre Haute, Indiana. Terre Haute. Terre Haute. Yeah, there you go. That's if you remember Larry Bird taking Indiana State to the uh, NCAA Finals. uh, Indiana State is located in Terre Haute. Ah, Small world. Which means, I think, is French for land stink. (laughs) (laughs) Pit of manure is what it's French. (laughs) Yes. Full circle. Oh, that's funny stuff. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you got to reach out to the kin. So, uh, Jimmy Whitehead Jr., you're from Terre Haute. Have you ever seen a pit of cow manure? i got to ask them that. Uh, let's see what Bob says. Forget you need them. Sorry, I would have uh, sent earlier. Not sure what he's talking about. Oh, she said she needed an invite to the show. Interesting. She not getting notifications? Hey, Stephanie, let us know if you're not getting notifications. We'll make sure that uh, we get you set up there. All right. Jimmy says, yes, seen him play there at ISU many times. There you go. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. My favorite player ever. Larry Legend. Yeah, he was was fun to watch. And I never even – I grew up in Pittsburgh. We didn't have basketball. I mean, we had Pitt and Duquesne. That was like Carl Krauser. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but we never really got into basketball. But Larry Bird, I guess if I was a team, it would be the Celtics. If I had a team. Right. I just guess. I don't know. Closeness. Larry was just so good at everything. He was so clutch. Yep. And now if you go on YouTube, uh, I think it's generally known now, but there was a white guy that talked more trash than I – mean, he would tell opposing really? teams 
I'm going to get the ball right over here. They're going to kick it into me. I'm going to hit that shot with about a second left. We're going to go home. I mean, he would, he would tell them, uh, he, he asked one coach, don't you got anybody that can guard me? No, oh, man. Looked down the bench and went, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Jimmy says no pizza cow manure, but seen pizza tar along the highway. Well, yeah, there you go. That would be mm-hmm. another bad spot. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. want to fall in that. That'd yeah. be like, uh, that, uh, ever, uh, what is it? Uh, Clint Eastwood movie with the, the biker gang. They went through like a thing of tar every which way but loose or yeah, whatever there yeah there you go <clears throat> and they were all bald and they're wearing wigs yeah that was cool. yeah. oh boy low doesn't remember that stuff that over the generations head. before over the head yeah over the head left turn clyde yeah see i that one right there bam i, I got you on that though <laughs> all right tom we got a uk man we're uh all uk seems to be the theme today uk yeah, man took a Europe. bath and made a drink in a home that he broke into. Ah, see another breaking and entering where making food, you know, taking your time around the house is what? Third odd news in a row. Yeah. We started with the guy in the pizza shop. Oh, that's that made right. his own pizza. Yeah. And then last week we had the turkey burglar, right? That went into They're all right. different places of the house and left himself a defecation of his own. That's right. And then one in the cooler. The sure. one in the cooler, right? Don't, I forgot there was two defecations possibly. Yeah. Um, he truly dropped a deuce. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. Interesting. Yeah, so this guy, he decides to break into a U.K. house and uh, took a bath before running naked from the police. The residents <laughs> called the cops on the squeaky clean bandit after returning uh, to their Stoke-on-Trent home. Stoke-on-Trent. Does anyone know what that means? It's literally. Uh, yeah, that means it's um, Stoke on the probably the River Trent interesting Ah, yeah interesting okay all right he then proceeded to run naked from the house before ultimately being nabbed by law enforcement police said that the 36 year old made himself a drink to enjoy in the upstairs bathroom tub while sipping on it when the householders arrived the man was arrested on suspicion of burglary suspicion of yeah no that's i mean you're in there taking a bath and drinking whatever alcohol they got he was ultimately released without being charged with a crime. This is a highly unusual episode and not one we see every day, the commander of the Stoke South local police, Karen Stevenson, said. I'd like to reassure local residents that this was completely isolated and there's no reason to be alarmed. Yeah, because you would know that. Not a cult. <laughs> it's not a That's cult. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the it's drink so- he was drinking, was it Kool-Aid? There's something Santa Claus-ish about those things, you know, where he comes in, he has a few cookies, he does his thing. Anyway. No, you know what it was that he was drinking? It was that Crown Royal from last week. Oh, uh, see? Uh, yeah, yeah, Rob. Ranger circle. Rob sneaking the Crown Royal behind the chicken coop. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's see? right. At least he didn't leave with pockets full of food. <laughs> Turkey legs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh man! Uh, Katie says, "I have to say, I thought about the pizza man the other day when we ordered pizza, and thought about all the extra toppings." Oh, <laughs> oh man! See, okay. save that money. All the toppings, he says. Oh boy! You see where this show goes? Really nowhere. Yep. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. Sorry. And see, that's why I'm I'm impressed, Tom, because your show always seems to go somewhere. My show seems to go nowhere. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. I, well, that's the cool thing, uh, whether it's chat room or callers, 
they can take you places that you just don't get out of. And that's where you get hashtag slight gurgle and diabetes. Diabetes. And and the things that we just, they, they become catchphrases, you know. Wilford Brimley was great, though. I mean, you got to right. admit, I mean, he was an ornery old guy, but I just, you know, I don't know. The natural, he was just awesome. You know, I loved him in everything, but I especially loved that you could see two commercials back to back, and one of them is uh, Quaker Oats. It's the right thing to do. And then a commercial ends, the next commercial, I got diabetes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is Quaker Oats good for you or is it not? Yeah. yeah. And is he eating it? Come on. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, exactly. it, you know, yeah. It sounds to me like he was probably down in pizzas and burgers. Yeah. There's Rob's. Oh, yeah, Rob Scribner. There he is. The famous Ranger Rob himself is in the uh, – yeah. hey, guys. He says, hello, Ranger Rob. Hey, Rob. Yeah, so uh, we got a big New Year's Eve special coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that oh, was kind of we? uh well, yeah, it was kind of a brainchild that uh, I had just asked Tom if he had ever thought about doing a 24-hour, like, nonstop show. Wait, are you saying we're about to do a 24-hour nonstop show? Not at all. Okay. I was going to say, I, could, I mean, we could figure it out. Because uh, Tom immediately recognized my insanity and was like, how about we wean it down a couple hours, maybe down to 12? No, no, I think it should be 24. I was just saying my thing was maybe all of the stars in the Good Talk Radio and Cutting Edge TV Network Galaxy kind of tag-teamed on it. Because I have done 24-hour shows before. Really? Uh, for charity. Oh, yeah, around the holidays, you betcha. You betcha. Yeah, no, this year's charity will actually be cutting-edge TV. Well, I can't think of a more deserving charity, and uh, I can't think of people that are probably more in need. I bet we cover the gamut of various physical abnormalities and financial situations. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Stephanie says, going to be all alone on New Year's. No, Stephanie, you're not. You're going to be right here on uh, Good Talk Radio. And you're going to be with all of us clowns, wish you know, bringing in the new year. Yeah. Man, see, this is the first I'm hearing about it. That's right. We may right. we might have some live music, right? Kirk Connor, maybe. Maybe if I can get him in time, I uh, we we uh, giving the finger to 2020. Yes. Oh man, I'm in for yeah. that though. You know. Yeah, uh, I just hope 2021 is slightly better. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot better. It just has to be slightly better. It could be crappy and still be a lot better. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Thomas Hamilton said, you guys, uh, your guys should come up or come on to the Tom show. It's well good. You see, I like the way they speak over there. Yeah. Yeah, it's well good. Just sounds better than just good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's very, very, yeah. So... Uh, let's talk about the monoliths. Have you been following this story, Tom? The monolith is within an hour's drive of me. Well, check this out. Okay. Because you're referring to the one in Utah. Yes. There's another one. I understand too. There's a third one that's popped up. Yeah. Three of them. The third strange monolith possibly, uh, made out of stainless steel to appear out of nowhere was spotted Wednesday in California. Well, that could be the one from here that somebody moved because the one here disappeared. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Now, they said that uh, there was one in uh, Romania as well. 
the mm-hmm. one the Romanian monolith went viral shortly after the discovery of the first monolith in the remote Utah desert. Yeah. And then one showed up in California as well in uh, Atascadero. I don't even know how you say that. Atascadero. Atascadero. There you yeah. go. Yeah, news. Yeah, they said it was a 10-foot tall and 18 inches wide. And somebody pushed it over. Bummer. Yeah, you know, if the aliens are doing it, I don't think it's, I don't. you can't push it over. They kind of think the one here was left behind after a TV shoot, but they really haven't proven it. I don't think the locals... A, have the resources, or B, care. They're like, it's gone. We, it's, see, uh, we don't care. Appreciate uh, the short-term income for all the people coming to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Katie Nussbaum, she said 2021 might be just as bad or worse. Oh, Katie, please don't say that. Yeah, we're not going to speak that into existence. That's the spirit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, as if we weren't down enough. Man, yeah, it's yeah. like Eeyore in here. Happy yeah. birthday. Eeyore. <laughs> 2020. Insane. Well, 2020 is going to be just as bad. <laughs> uh, uh, Alec Merriman, anybody? Yeah, my guy. Okay, just a group of dudes who want a clout. That's right. Yeah, who want clout. I'm telling you, it's just a bunch of random people. They're building these stupid little things. They go and they stick them in the ground, then they run away. Yeah, but where do you get like 10 feet by 18 inches of stainless steel? Dude, somebody's got it. Somebody in the world has it. Is that something you can pick up at Target? No, but somebody has it, right? Somebody has to have it. So, I mean, hey, why not, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ranger Rob says, I see you folks are live on cutting-edge television. It's working well. Ah, good to know. Well, yeah, that's all because of your, your mind. Ranger Rob. Appreciate that. We couldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you, sir. Yeah, he sent me instructions on how to make that happen. And I'm like, I don't know that my software lets me broadcast to more than one place at a time. So eh, we'll see about that. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, you, you should have jumped on the, uh, the StreamYard Monday deal. It's $10 a month. I guarantee you spend more than that on your, uh, your drinks, those fancy, uh, the OI pool, you know it. I spend more than that in one day on Red Bull. On yeah, those things are like three fifty a pop or whatever they are. Well, you get them in the four pack, and they're not as bad, but they're still. Uh, Bob, Bob Williams says the one in Cali was welded together and not very well. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh boy. Alec Merriman says, "Give it two months. They're going to come out as isn't the people that are doing it." He said my, his brother's work. Uh, he said it's at any steel yard. So it sounds like yeah. it's pretty pretty easily accessible. Yeah. So some guy just out there wanting to make some news, you know? That's a shame because I was hoping they were aliens, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was my hope. Maybe an escape plan there. I don't know. I was hoping they were just a prank. Oh, you um, weren't hoping for aliens? No, because I, I love it when the public falls for something like that. And it's just, well, look at the, we're still watching that grainy footage of Bigfoot from 1969 for crying out loud. <laughs> That's and, right. Hey, know. listen, we don't want to, we don't want to divide our listeners. There could be people out there that truly believe in Bigfoot, you know? I mean, right. Right. That could no, be. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I, one, you can't believe that aliens can make it to the United States or any country. <laughs> okay. I mean, look. Or the world. You can't believe that they can make it to Earth. I, Let's I hear your reasoning I, behind that. I I believe that that 
anyone smart enough to construct a vehicle to get here would also be smart enough to be completely undetected. I don't buy this thing. It was like, well, we've, we've managed to avoid radar detection and everything else, and we've managed to manage uh, intergalactic travel, but we they caught us on the big piece of steel we left. Right. You know, I don't buy that. Yeah, and why are these aliens, like these alien life forms, why are they always superior, like as far as intelligence goes? They're yeah. so much smarter than we are, right? Right. Why is that? How come they can't be these idiots walking around like, you know, because if they were Appalachia, because if they were idiots, we wouldn't see them. That's that's people's thought line. Well, of if course. they were dumb, we, we <laughs> we're I never mean, I'm not saying them. there isn't life on another planet in another solar system somewhere. I'm not going to deny that the odds. I think, you know, they're small. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think they're brilliant. I don't think they maybe figured that's out why what. not. Maybe that's why we haven't found them. Yeah. You know, because they are just a bunch of dummies like we are. So it's like the Germans. They make those great cars and everything, but they lose the world war every time. (laughs) Right. Right. You're good at at some things. You're not good at other things. Oh, man. There you go. I think that's fair. And Bigfoot, come on. If you honestly believe in Bigfoot, why, you know, why haven't we found a dead one laying somewhere? Exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Oh, boy. I'm sure we're upsetting people out there, crushing their dreams. Yeah, I'm not really worried about the number of people that we're upsetting, though. (laughs) Uh, Alex says, because they have the technology to get here, and we don't have it. Yeah, we barely made it here. Their civilization's older than ours, because we'll eventually have it, but we'll still be stupid in a lot of ways. You know, (laughs) WNBA will still be around and all sorts of dumb stuff. Oh, Bob Williams. He says they eat their elders, bones and all, I suppose. The big yeah, but not, not all of them that die are elders. You know, some of them younger ones are going to fall off a cliff or whatever. And by the way, Bigfoot meat, delicious. <laughs> so you Tastes, like Tastes like yeah. chicken. Tastes like chicken. Tangy. Mm. Uh, maybe Bigfoots are aliens. Oh, here we go. See? And see, we're down the rabbit hole. There it is. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, that's going to wrap well, up today's show. Wonder. Not all that hair getting stuck in that sensitive intergalactic travel equipment on there. Can you imagine the shower drain on one of those spaceships? Man, I guarantee you they probably got, like, the spaceship probably has the big, like, footprint gas pedal on it, too. Like a huge one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's got to be massive. Yeah. Uh, Right. Keep on trucking. Yeah. And that's probably where we got the idea. One probably fell out of their spacecraft and some exactly. hick found it and was like, that'll look good. My GTO. Right. <laughs> GTO is Stuck a perfect in there. El Camino. <laughs> the El Camino. That's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Alex says, uh, I'm not mistaken. Or if I'm not mistaken, they have shown our galaxy is newer than others. I know it still has that new galaxy smell, <laughs> man. <laughs> There's nothing like it. And if, you no matter what, like the bottle, you can't re you know, you can't reimagine that smell. You can't. No. No. No, that's that's super funny. If if there's any of that new galaxy smell, if that's what all this is that's going on, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because you know, they got the new car smell in the bottle at like, you know, at yeah, the Napa nothing, Auto Parts. Nothing like Doesn't it. smell like a new car no matter what they say. Or the the little tree. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not even close. Not even close. Not, uh, let's see. Uh, Jimmy says Hearst shifter. Yeah. Okay. I have those Hearst shifters and 
uh, you got to put Craigers on your uh, double wide, otherwise they're not they're not classy. I, I did have guys that won't put Craigers on with double wide. That's right. <laughs> Some spinners. Yeah, man. Look at that. Wow, we're getting in here. Jeez. Today's a physical day. Oh, my goodness. Holy cow. I'm all out of whack. All out of whack today. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's all that alien presence thrown off kilter of the earth, you know? Alex says, but really the Pentagon said this year that they have record of not of Earth's vehicles being here. Yeah, there was something released about that. That was real. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. how do we know what's real? But, you know, if we're down this rabbit hole, we don't know any of this is real. Well, you know, there's people up on Mars and they see that little thing we sent up there and they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> kick kick that thing. Where the hell did this come from? Right. And then it moves and they're like, it's like the monolith. They're the rover. The it. rover? Was it the Mars rover? Yeah. Mars rover. Yep. Yeah, there the... were two of them. There were two of them up there. Right. We sent, and they, one of them operated for like 20, 16 years or something, way past what we thought it was going to. But yeah. Uh, and yet the, my cell phone dies every freaking day. They yeah. can't, they can't figure out a way for it to last. From the same people that brought you, no, it's only swamp gas. Uh, we have not of earth. I've been on some not of earth vehicles, uh, <laughs> cab in New York. And if you get a scent of one of those dudes, Oh, uh, yeah. You know, those are not of earth, but you know what? I got yeah. other, bigger problems. I don't, they're, <laughs> they're not, they're not contributing to traffic jams. They're, they keep that to themselves. Yeah. They keep to themselves most of the time. Oh my God. So you're saying uh, that clip from men in black is pretty spot on there, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good to know. The, uh. Chinese, oh, the Chinese just put a flag on the moon. I did hear that. Yep. But we just brought lunar rocks back, didn't we? Isn't that, didn't, didn't somebody, maybe it wasn't us, sent a thing up that was going to collect lunar rocks and bring them back for the first time since uh, the 70s or something? Man, I hope so. Mm, That'd be yeah. crazy. I just, you couldn't pay me. Like, they, we, I was talking to a buddy the other day about uh, all the stuff that, what's his name? Um, Elon's doing, trying to make Musk. space travel commercial. You yeah. couldn't pay me to get on one of those things. Interesting. I always thought Elon Musk was like an aftershave. It sounds like it. I did too. Musk by Elon Musk. Hey, let's, uh, let's just end the show real quick here on good talk radio. If you're listening to good talk radio, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, we want to thank Tom for being our guest, but stick around for bonus coverage right here on the, uh, yeah. On the Facebook. Oh yeah. On the Facebook. On the Facebook and the YouTube or the uh, Roku, the on Roku, the social medias. Yeah. The, all the social medias. All right. And it's bonus time. Oh yeah. I like, I you like how we said, yeah. Yeah. That was a great transition. Nice and smooth because we're nothing but professionals here. Yeah. Cause as you guys say, what you will radio. the flow of this show, it's gone very smoothly. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I can imagine being on the, on the other side of the show. I would have yeah. turned it off 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I would have clicked her the intro music, and I'm like, ah, it's too too noisy for me, and I'm out. Uh, Rob says, bonus time. That's right. That's right. What did uh, Kyle said? I love the bonus coverage. That's Katie right. said that. See? Oh, Katie, I'm sorry. It's hard because they both start with a K, and their last name's both Nussbaum. So. And I got the stupid microphone right in my face. And I think their profile pictures on Facebook are similar, so it's even harder. But, yeah, it's a uh, bonus coverage seems to be where we kind of break loose. That's where pandemonium struck last week. That's right. <laughs> you know, so. Pandemonium. Yeah. Right here. The yeah, bonus yeah. covers is where we really break the crown royal out and get crazy. Yeah. Oh. 
I think that's what it was. We we both had an adult beverage last week, and I felt like things went smoother. I feel like that's a hint. We should maybe, you know, start making that a more regular thing. That's right. They're talking about everybody having bever- alcoholic beverages uh, for the marathon, the New Year's Eve marathon, and yeah. I'm like, I rarely drink, and when I do, it's expensive Irish whiskey. Mm. And they want everybody to drink it in a paper bag, and I'm like, I'm not drinking that in a paper bag. <laughs> I'm not, you know, it's not happening. Now, do you pull out the Bushmills? What are you talking about as far as your Irish? Well, if I could get Bushmills here, I would. But um, it's um, way better than Bush. It's actually more expensive, although Bushmills is my favorite. And then I drink once every four or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Redbreast Single Pot Distilled Irish oh, wow. Whiskey. And it's expensive. It's, <laughs> now, are it's you drinking that straight up? or Yeah, I mean, you're not mixing oh, yeah. that. Yeah, you're not no, mixing that. No, you don't mix that. Uh, no. Okay. Are you an ice person or no on the rocks? No, good. No See, if, if you're going to believe that it's expensive enough not to mix, got to believe it's expensive enough not to water down. Yeah, just normally. Yep. Ranger uh, Rob says, did you say Crown Royal? I think we did about a half hour ago. I think I've said it seven times today, too. So I do apologize for being repetitive. Oh, Kyle says, you mean the Lady Lemonades. We were drinking Lady Lemonades last oh. week. I'm <laughs> you know, okay. Um. It was that good grape flavor, too, so I'm not even upset about it. <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, hey, you know? Yeah, so I don't know. I, I that, The New Year's Eve thing, I don't know when it's going to start or what are we doing here. Um, you know, how's uh, this thing going to go? Do yeah, we know? the first the I've details? heard of it, share. I just know I'm in. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how the tag team should work, if there should be a schedule, if people just come and go, because eventually everybody's going to want to go at the same time, and you're going to have that one person. Right. Hold on the fort. Um, but I'm sure eight, eight o'clock Pacific, he says. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's 11 um, o'clock Eastern yeah. standard time. Yeah. Are people going to be sober enough to remember to come on? That's the question. That's the best part. Or are we cutting mm. it too close? I don't know. The people that do come on will be interesting. Tell me when to show up. I'll be there. I got nothing else going on out here. I did talk to my brother. My brother's going to perform live for us. So that'll be good. He's actually good. And I told Ranger Rob, I said, I wouldn't, you know, just because he's my brother, you know, I'm, I'm a little biased, but. It's not a garage band scenario. No, he's solid. Yeah. He's a solid he, performer. He's a real actual performer. Yeah. I'm putting the, the reputation of the show on the line. The rep- I, <laughs> Yeah, whatever reputation we out. have. I can reach out to some people probably. Um, but Ranger Rob's got all those new musicians that are yeah. on cutting TV network. So maybe some of them, I don't know. Yeah. He's big time now. He knows all the connections, right? We're on TV. We're famous. That's right. That's right. I can, I can be kind of the Dick Clark of the whole thing. Although Clark, it's okay. going to be tough getting, getting the stroke. Right. And he's dead too, isn't he? Yeah. That, that the last few years of that were so sad because Ryan, that's his name we're doing. And he'd come on. Yeah. <laughs> Like Dick, come on, man! Just just hide out, dude. You, you're the <laughs> yeah. guy that never aged, and you're really uh, ruined now. Really, yeah. Ruined. I'm just glad they didn't bring back the pyramid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Words that firefighters say. Whatever. Yeah. 
Thomas Hamilton says, I'll be there. I do drink. The one Scotsman that doesn't drink will be Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there's Italians here that don't eat uh, linguine too, right? Probably. I'm sure. Covers all coasts, Ranger Rob says. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with Ranger Rob. Whenever he wants to do it, by God, we'll do it. That's right. I'll be here. I will be here. I was thinking about getting like uh, maybe a couple of those little buildings that you got on a train set, you know, Uh and then uh, maybe tying a piece of string around like a, like a ping pong ball and then just dropping the ball, (laughs) (laughs) you know, film it in a way that it looks, you know, it looks legit. Right. Make sure it's to scale. Uh, Tom is now elected to be our new year's Eve masters of ceremony. There you go, buddy. I don't know. I don't know if there was any election. (laughs) <laughs> no, it didn't uh, sound like it. Did it? <laughs> I don't believe the results anyway. Um, you were voluntold. <laughs> it was stolen. Yeah. This election was stolen. It was stolen. I stole it. I rounded up every single elective body in every county in the whole country, and I made them my th- willing thrall. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll we'll do something. I'm sure it'll be a festival of good times. It certainly uh, will. What yeah. a better way to usher, you know, in the, the new year. Yeah. N- nothing know? better than hearing our voices at the end of your year. Oh, my And God. the beginning of your new one. That's the right. ballots were mailed into us. Utah has been mailing in their ballots for I don't know how long. Yeah. That's the way they do it. There's no other. You can go to the, I think, four people in the county I'm in uh, went in to actually vote. But uh, Utah's been doing mail-in ballots for many, many elections now. Of course, At least pre-monolith, right? Yeah, pre-monolith. Okay. All right, cool. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, the monolith was mailed in, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, but- that's where it went, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's probably why nobody's received it, either. Yeah, but didn't they have to actually request a mail-in ballot? No. Nope. Unlike other places that just well, shipped no, them you, out to everybody? You register to vote. Right. And then that's how you get your ballot. Yeah, you have to request a mail-in ballot when you register. Otherwise, you have to go to the polls, right? Yes. So this year, they just mailed them to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and they don't know where they ended up. So that I, I get it. I mean, you know, you know, to be no, keeping... no, you, you have to, you actually officially have to register to vote to get your ballot. That's the list they used to send them from. Mm. Now, I know this because I've got a relative that's a deputy clerk. And uh, I've actually been at the counting of votes in this county and in Dallas and all sorts of places. Did you have to stand like 100 yards yards away with your binoculars? Nope. <laughs> like they didn't matter, really? Matter of fact, if I wanted to, I could have gone right behind the shoulder of the guy that was counting them here. <laughs> I could have just been a little perched on his shoulder. Bob Williams says, we don't even check IDs in California. That's because most of you guys don't have them out there. There's nothing to check. Katie says, you get a ballot, you get a ballot, you got a ballot. Yeah, she's referencing Oprah there. You get a car. You get a car. Oh, I see. You get a ballot. Yeah, you get a ballot. You get a ballot. Yeah. I like the reference there. I don't know. We took a hard left turn. We, uh, yeah. we, we, we definitely off kilter. See, this is what happens in the bonus footage guys. Yeah. And so, if you stick around, leave it, leave fault. it to Tom Golly to bring politics into this. So how dare all, you? 
we're all drinking on New Year's Eve. He That's said, the main thing. That's right. That's the main thing is we're all drinking. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. You send me your uh, P.O. box, and I'll ship you a bottle of Bushmills. Oh, that's okay. I'm 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 really liking the uh, red breast. It's really good, man. It yeah. is so good. Red it breast. is smooth. I'll get some Bushmills when I'm back in a place I like to call civilization. Um, Chandra is in here. Chandra, excuse me. From she said, he said. We learned two big things about Chandra this week. Oh, two big things. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the entire program, but yeah, <laughs> Flynn Beck uncovered two big things about Chandra mm. on the program this week. Two really big things. Two big things. Big giant things. Big bouncy things. <laughs> yes. That was shortly before she began asking me about my girth and length. Uh that was Flynn, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Ranger Rob, I think he might have been uh he might have been censored. Yeah, but <laughs> he might have done that himself, but I don't know if uh I think that's too many le- that's too many letters, right? Oh, see, and Chandra's even being nice. She's even thanking us for bringing him up. You're very don't very think, welcome. Very don't welcome. Think don't think us, Chandra, you did all the work. Oh, the well, bonus guys. features. Yeah, this is yeah, bonus time. Now that we've gone into a different, completely different atmosphere. Yeah, I, I forget. This is my kid. So uh, I'm embarrassing myself here. Uh, he's. You act like I'm not a grown adult now. Uh-huh. There's things I've heard that I don't even think they were talking about in your generation. <laughs> Bob says, uh, I'll pass. Oh, well, yeah, we'll get off that. Uh, whether uh, we are drinking or not, everyone is going to have a headache after the New Year's show. See, I, I'm going to interrupt and say That's the best comment of the night so far, Katie Nussbaum said maybe a round of yingling instead. I'm down for some yingling. Ooh, yeah, but you can't score yingling here. Uh, we got a guy. And you can go to that, uh, what's it called? Um, there's that. There's oh, that the wine sub- and more or whatever it is? Yeah, there's that yeah. one. Yeah, and they sell it. Oh, good. Stephanie, she'll be hanging out with us on New Year's. That'll be fun. Rob Scribner says it was me. Didn't want to say boobs. I got gotcha. you. Well, I appreciate you not wanting to say boobs. How dare you? Uh, boobs. It was the word he didn't want to say. What was that word? Boobs. Gotcha. I can get Shiner here. Ah, Shiner Bob. Of, from Texas. You know, it's the ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Mm. And here it's like $19 a six pack. Jeez. Oh, Are yeah. You, are you nuts? That's like Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock, that's like monkey piss, we called that yes. back in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Out here, it's like yeah. a premium. Yeah, no. Yeah. It doesn't get better when you fly it here. It just doesn't. What is it? Thirty-three straight to you, or what's the thing on the back? Yeah, just the number thirty-three. It was the mysterious. Yeah. What did it stand for? Type of thing. Oh, Chandra says you guys are special. Well, Tom Golly is a very special man. Yes, I'm super special. What are some of the things that make you special? I mean, beyond the fact that you have merch. And you've got like two gallon of mayonnaise beyond that. I do have two gallons of mayonnaise here. I got this gallon, the blue plate and it's real mayonnaise. And I've also pointed out it's heavy duty <laughs> just in case you you have an industrially created sandwich. 
Is that in case you got to pack your bearings on your trailer or what? Exactly. And I have this other one here, and this is the more traditional Hellman's. Oh, yeah. And it's also real mayonnaise. It's, mm. You're not seeing things. Um, well, I did win the first David Letterman scholarship. That makes me special. That does. That's a big deal. Uh, although lots of people don't know who David Letterman is anymore. It's, uh, Just sad. Yeah. I, uh, he was on Mork and Mindy back in the day, actually. Did yeah. you know that? Yes, he was. He he was this real sleazy kind of a yeah. motivational speaker or something like that. Um, I know everything about David Letterman. Um, then uh, I was on Soul Train one time. What? Dancing in the crowd. Yeah. There you yeah. go. See, that right there awesome. makes you unique. I no, had, special. Oh, sorry. I had... Uh, um, I was on uh, the... Clapper commercial one time. No way. No way. Clap on, clap off the clapper. Yeah. I was one of the people doing that. I like the lady oh. at the end. Like she had like no like wrist wrist muscles left. And she's like <laughs> <laughs> and they were like flopping like fish. But she yeah, got the light to turn out, which was the key. There's a bunch of little things like that um that make me special, I guess. Now, do you happen to have a tennis shoe handy? No, I do not. Oh. I do not because I would put it on my head, uh, but I don't have one. If you just told me in advance, because I, I have proven that I will put, I, however, I do have Specky the Speculum here. Yes. Our Specky. good friend Specky. Specky, what did you do today? Oh, Saturday, so it was a short day at work with my face down in a lady's. Yeah, we know what you do for a living. But, um, do you require but, Specky to brush his teeth before he comes on the show? No. He didn't have teeth. Uh, I put him in an autoclave. <laughs> that's that's the only thing you can do with Specky. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not that special, but I am special. Bob Williams says, "Wait, did somebody say boobs?" Well, yeah, ten minutes behind. Well, that's okay. Well, that was more my fault than his. We could do a, a, a she said he said about boobs every week, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I I've we, we, we haven't spent enough time on that subject. That's, that's the only reason I get out of bed every day. Cause of boobs. Yeah. It's the potential that you might spot some. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the chance. I have a small. Yeah. Yeah. That you might see a random boob here and there. <laughs> um, now we know why you got in the radio. Unexpected. Yeah. Unexpected. Well, uh, a buddy of mine used to do minor league baseball uh, radio. And every time there was a an impressive set of boobs that was, because we're in the press box and down there's the stands and the home plate and all everything else. And if an impressive, um, you know, feat of nature was passing us, one of us, probably usually me, would go, a lot of beautiful sights here today at the ballpark. And that meant the other guy had wow. to look and go, yeah, way to go, man. Forget those dipping dots. There's boobs here. Nice. Dipping dots. Yeah. Dipping dots. Uh, yeah. Stephanie says, uh, B, two eyeballs, bees. I'm not sure what that means. Mm. One can only assume. One. I'll have to think about that. Bob Williams said nine out of 10 dentists agree about your mayonnaise there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I have the samurai sword. They also sent me a samurai sword, but it's out of reach. But is it signed by Randy Jackson? No. 
That's a shame. Not. It is actually a replica from the one in The Last Samurai. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty How good. How does one come upon something like that? Uh, it was somebody sent it to me in the mail. A Just showed up. Sent, yeah, a listener sent it to me in the mail. That's awesome. You know what I got? I got lip balm. That's what I got in the mail. And a <clears> buffalo. <throat> but we've had that. I got lip balm. Yeah. And I might as well use it. Well. Oh, man, I feel so much better. That's Gray Feather Farm lip balm, by the way. If you click the link under this video after it's posted, you'll get free shipping for all Gray Feather Farm products. They're all natural, emu, oil infused. Wonderful stuff. Well, I think that's going to be it. Now, we're going to be back in about 15 minutes, Tom, yes. for the undrafted GM. It's all NFL talk. I'll be there to watch that. That's good. Yeah, be there to make sure you yell at me because I, uh, I need somebody to keep me on the straight and narrow. I'm not going to yell. I just, oh, I need it. <laughs> I, I think you got your work cut out for you. The The COVID has just radically affected sports. I mean, not it's destabilized everything. Yep. Totally destabilized everything. And uh, I think we're going to look back and, and you know, kind of like people that won the World Series during World War II when all the real <laughs> – Good players were off fighting the war, and they Man. had sort of the nicked and dented. Uh, it's kind of the same thing, really. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll be interested to get your take on that. Um, the asterisk. That, that, that Denver game. Oh, week. man. Yeah, we talked a little yeah. bit about that last week because I got the news right before we started the show, but I'm definitely in touch base on that today. Good, because I, I, uh, I brought up that that, practice squad wide receiver that had played at wake forest Kendall was, Hinton. <laughs> and i turned it on i'm like whoa yep man yeah, they, they went ahead and did that okay uh to answer your question rob yes it will be on cutting edge tv it will be going live here in about 12 minutes we got to get prepared okay oh, got to jump and go yeah tom i want to thank you for being on the show man it's been a hoot as always well, thanks, for, thanks for having me i very 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 much appreciate it i love the show and uh, it was a, it was a blast and, uh, and anytime, anytime. And of course I'll see you at new year's Eve. That's oh yeah. Fun. That's going to be a great time too. And if you haven't, uh, seen Tom Golly's show, you got to tune in. It's going to be on YouTube and it's every day at, I believe 4 PM Pacific or is it five, 3 PM Pacific? Yeah, it's three by, by 3 PM. It's up and going for the one hour pre-show. And then there's an hour of actual network programming. And if, yeah, if I can right. figure out a way to use OBS to stream to both YouTube and um, Cutting Edge TV at the same time, I'll do it. Uh, and then in the meantime, I'll have Rob tell me I should be on StreamYard. Yeah, well, I mean, StreamYard, we got it for $10 a month. It was a steal. That's, that's uh, pretty cheap. Okay. Pretty, I'll, pretty cheap. I'll look into it. Not as cheap as I am, though. But anyway, thanks a lot. I'm looking forward to undrafted GM, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you in the funny papers. All right, sounds right. good. Thanks, All right. Tom. All right, bye bye. Bye. All right, that was the very special man, Tom Gully, right here on the Pops and Low Radio Show. Hey, everybody! I want to thank Thomas Hamilton for being in the room. We're going to be back in about ten minutes for the undrafted GM. It's all NFL uh, talk. It's very interesting. 
and I hope you can join us. It will be on uh, Roku Live as well. Uh, I want to thank Ranger Rob for being here. Uh, we also, who else was in the room? Uh, Stephanie Lindley, of course, from Nashville. Uh, Chandra Huntington, I believe she's from Vegas, if I'm correct. I don't know if I'm right about that. I think I'm right about that. Uh, of course, our friend Bob Williams was here, and uh, Katie and uh, Kyle Nussbaum were both here. And if I missed anybody else, I apologize. But everybody, thank you so much for being in the show. We'll be back here again uh, on the Pops and Low Live radio show every Saturday night at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. We're going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, Catch us next week, but we will be back for Undrafted GM in about nine minutes. Right back. All right. Take care. Thanks for being here. God bless. Have a great week. (laughs) 